All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back with Alan Watt from Canada and your phone calls at 800-259-9231. I'll go over the day's important news, the economy, his outlook on the future, and a lot more. The always intriguing Alan Watt. Straight ahead, I'm Alex Jones. The Alex Jones Show, because there's a war on for your mind. It is November 18th, 2008. We've got an hour and 50 Two minutes left in this transmission, broadcasting on the AM and FM dial, transmitting and streaming over the web at InfoWars.com and PrisonPlanet.com, as well as over different satellite systems. This is the Alex Jones Radio Show. I am Alex Jones. And uh, our guest is Alan Watt of CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. Again, for the next hour and 51 minutes now. I know that we have uh, Don in Costa Rica, Jimmy in Kentucky, Dustin and others holding over from the last hour. But Alan can speak to any subjects you want to call in about. You want to talk to Alan Watt, it's 1-800-259-9231. I have a lot of questions I want to ask Alan. I want to have discussions with him and try to bring both of our knowledge of the New World Order and all of our knowledge together to a higher level. Because to defeat the enemy, you have to know who they are and what their agenda is. But we will start going to your calls uh, in T-minus 20 minutes when we come out of the bottom of the hour break. So everybody be patient. We're going to get to everybody who is patiently holding. But, Alan, um, last hour I had a caller call in, Mike from California, saying, well, if they're saying they plan to kill 80% of us, how do they plan to do that? And I was explaining to him that it's incremental. First, they've got to socialize us, get us under government control, being regulated, being tracked, being traced, in government schools uh, where they always you know, uh, have things more far advanced than they are for the adults. This is all part of uh, like programming, bringing in the new model, uh, you know, uh, flushing out the old info, putting in the new, reducing the language, semantically reducing the language, drugging, poisoning, sterilizing uh, the population. We have all the numbers on that. I want to go over that. But, I, but out of the gates, I wanted to ask you, because I've seen a lot of this in their Club of Rome planning, UN planning, biological diversity assessments. We've seen a lot of it uh, in the university-level documents they're putting out, what the RAND Corporation is saying, what the British Ministry of Defense said last year that I know you covered extensively, um, as we did here, where they admit that there's a global elite and they're waging war against the individual, that they're putting in robotic uh, aircraft so they can replace humans, even refusing to say nerve gas large cities. Uh, so, so can you walk through how, from the pieces we have, and I know you've researched the same stuff I have, and even more in some cases because I, I hear you, I read you, I know it's all on target because it's from the enemy's own manual. So for listeners, this is not our opinion here. But, but again, they leave gaps in it. They, they explain a lot of it, but then you have to... It's all compartmentalized and, 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 and partitioned. You have to put it all together. And they're not clear on time frames, uh, but they want to use global war, global famine, controlled bioweapons releases to train us with each terror attack, each bioweapons release being bigger, to live in a more and more controlled society in the name of keeping us safe to get us finally in that totally controlled technological enslavement grid, uh, control grid, so that they can then exterminate us in mass with the super bioweapons they have, and uh, they, they say they're racing to do this to save the Earth. Uh, so can you break down how you see that unfolding and where you see it going, Alan Watt? Yes, well, as far as bringing the population down, it's already happening. It's been happening for 50 years. 
and their own statistics prove it. Uh, I've read reports this last week or so from official reports on the sterilization of males. The CBC Television Canada, that's the BBC version of the Canadians, uh, came up with a documentary called The Disappearing Male, where we're now 85% or more at sterile. And yeah, the West so, is dying from Russia to Japan to the United States. First world is dying yeah. at about uh, 3 to 4% a year. But to be clear, you mean they've slowed down the global growth. Oh, absolutely. And there's more women, uh, girls being born than boys now because the boys have been attacked in the womb by bisphenol A and phthalates, which will literally alter the biological makeup of the male. It attacks his endocrine system at the age of seven weeks as a fetus. And we're seeing that we're seeing them today. Uh, the feminine males—they're uh, much uh, slimmer. They have no shoulders. Let's not just let's not glaze over that. And, and and this is again main government documents, CBC broadcast. What Alan and I have already covered, but there it was codified. The baby boys are dying in the womb in mass, being targeted. If they make it out, I don't want to even say they're feminine. They're an emasculated male. Uh, whose literal glands do not develop. Uh, Alan, please continue. Yeah, and, and uh, also in that same documentary, they said that uh, 10 years ago, they could take uh, spermicide samples from young, healthy males in college around the age of 18, and they had 60 million uh, 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 sperm per million liter. And now they're, they're take, they're, the new normal is 10 million per million liter. So that's how far it's dropped and so they keep dropping the normal sperm count for males. And the sperm that's left is immotile. It's immotile, dysfunctional. It doesn't find the target. It cannot go to the ovum. So technically, most males today are almost completely sterile. And this is well understood. They've been studying this for 50 years. And it's only now they're releasing what they've always known for the last 50 years. And you have to go back 50 years to the writings of Charles Gold and Darwin, who came out with his book, The Next Million Years, where he outlines on behalf of the elites uh, the different techniques of doing this very thing, sterilizing the population, primarily targeting the males, and reducing them drastically. So it has been happening. People are always looking for a big apocalypse, and it doesn't happen that way. It happens gradually, quietly. And the big mainstream media make no big deal about it. Explain that, because you do that very well. I mean, they state it's, it's silent weapons for quiet wars. They slowly turn up the ambient chemicals, the frequency pollution, what's in the water, the food, so that we slowly get used to the neighbors, the kids dying of cancer, the old yeah. people dying early. We slowly get used to everybody not being able to have babies on the block, except for the new third world populations that come in that haven't been under the chemicals. But then you take third world groups that have been here a generation, they're just as sterilized as blacks and whites. I mean, I mean we're under hardcore attack right now. It's complete all-out warfare. And now he discussed this as the Charles Galton Darwin. He was a physicist in the 1950s. And you find Arthur Kostler also worked at the United Nations. Arthur Kostler admitted now Kostler was a member of MI5, MI6. And he taught at a university in New York for a while. He worked for the United Nations. And he wrote about this necessity as well of vastly reducing the population. They're using the same techniques, in fact, that they've been using on animals and in, in basically animal management in the forestry commissions, uh, they, they target primarily the males to, to bring their population down drastically. Same techniques are used chemically. Now, they've been putting out baits to chemically sterilize badgers and yep. foxes 
And, and again, it's all done just like you manage animals. They even say that. Go ahead, please. Yes, it's, they actually call it herd management when they discuss humans in the medical societies now openly. Uh, so this has been happening. We're seeing all the other side effects. It's, it's a two, as the sperm count drops and the endocrine system is severely attacked in young men, their IQ level is dropping as well, which also explains why they, they, they can't catch on to the big picture of what's happening around them. They literally don't have, have the ability to see what's happening. And that again ties in with the big planning committees who discussed this with uh, Charles Galton Darwin, he didn't do this on his own. He spoke on behalf of the big think tanks and foundations that worked on behalf of the British elite at the time. And uh, they, they talked about the necessity for dumbing down the people, especially the male, because the male was their main target. They said, if, if the men will never, ever accept this new world order, this regimented system from birth to death. And that's why they, they Prozac and Ritalin the boys... That's why they target them for a fist fight. They go to jail now instead of doing, you know, being allowed to do their normal male uh, activities. I mean, that'd be like arresting a baby pronghorn, you know, a juvenile pronghorn for, you know, for, uh, uh, you know, challenging other males out on the grassy plains of New Mexico. All normal human activity is made criminal. The male is destroyed. Uh, that is correct. And as I say, they had to target targeted the IQ, uh, if there's very little testosterone working there, you technically are not a man anymore, you won't, you won't rebel, you won't stand up and fight, you won't even object, you're very placid, and uh, again, this is well understood by herd management for animals, when, but, uh, when you basically neuter a, a bull, uh, it becomes very, very placid, and, and you'll accept uh, treatment quite easily. There's no objections. Well, that's happened in society. And then the police now take steroids to supplement the fact that they've been uh, uh, basically yeah. neutered. And so that's the only sequestered area, though, where you're allowed to be male, only if you're assaulting your own people, though. Uh, that is correct. That is absolutely correct. And, of course, the guys in charge of the military and the police um, turn a blind eye. They understand this. And I've seen cops, too, in Toronto standing outside the gold gym and opening their big bags, and inside there's all the files there of the different steroids. So they have bags of it, and they all look like the, the Incredible Hulk. They have no neck, and they've got their shaven heads there, and they're just dying to get out there and be aggressive. Now they have permission. So once again, it's authorized from the top. Please continue. Well, what's interesting, too, one of the main chemicals that is a synthetic hormone the very things that uh, Charles Galton Darwin was talking about and advocated was bisphenol A. Now, bisphenol A was understood, it was discovered in the 1800s, and in the 1930s, the chemical companies in the U.S. had done extensive experimentation with it, and they found that it was an endocrine disruptor. It literally would attack male uh, growth in the womb. So... What do they do with this bisphenol A? They make it mandatory to use it to sterilize all babies' bottles. That's right. There's hundreds so of types of plastic, but they find this one type of sterilizing rats and guinea pigs. Yes. And so they, they make sure there's universal adoption of that. How loving. Yes. And then, of course, they put it into the, the, the bottles themselves, and with heat, it leaches very quickly from the plastic feeding bottles for babies, and it's in the little uh, teats. 
the use to the rubber teeth. And in children, so, it's even more devastating. Alan Watts, stay there. We're going to come back and talk more about this. Only one small facet of how you're under attack. Don't believe us. It's all true, all on record. They bragged how they would do it. Diet injections and injunctions will reduce you to the level of mutton or sheep, but mutton on the plate. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Stay with us. Alan Watts, our guest. Call's coming up. Alan, of course, you've only covered one tiny area of this, and they just throw it in your face that they knew in the studies over 100 years ago what this would do, and they said, well, put it in the in the plastics. So put it in the liners for the tin cans. Put it in everything. And more importantly, uh, they said, let's put fluoride, sodium fluoride in the water. And we have the documents on that, but then they just laugh at us. Uh, please continue, Alan Watt. Yes, what you have is a multi-pronged attack. When you look at your victim or, or your enemy in warfare, you must study the enemy, and the enemy are the people. Uh, you study them, you find out what their habits are, what do all people go through in stages, etc. How do they rear their young, you can conceive their young, where can you hit your target? You hit your target in the womb, preferably, if you want to stop major natural changes from occurring. You get in there first, and you cause abnormal changes. We've been under attack from so many areas, including the inoculations. Now, Bertrand Russell, Lord Bertrand Russell, another member of MI5, that is now declassified again, along with Kostler and many other big writers of their time, who led big international meetings, he said himself that uh, they'd also use the needle to make people very placid. And uh, those are his words in one of his books. And they have been using inoculations. They trained the public who are taught to trust the, their masters. And they've trained them that everything they pump into your body is for your own good. Well, it's like your dog. You're lovingly coming over and getting your lap, and the government just injects cyanide in. I mean, it's so sick. Please continue. Yes. And once again, these uh, inoculations literally have targeted the, the immune system of people. There's hardly a person in the Western world with an intact immune system. Uh, I thought about this years ago when uh, I, I looked at the fads that the medical sciences have gone through, and they do go through these strange fads. And back in the 50s, at the same time as all this was mandated to, to go into effect with the food and so on, they also started tonsillectomies and, and uh, removing adenoids. As a matter of course, with all children in Europe around the age of four or five, it was the done thing to do, and every mother brought in their child, and out they would come their adenoids and their tonsils. That's your first line of defense. They are parts of your immune system. They create white blood cells. So once they're removed, you're already missing 30% of them. You're being set up so that ordinary uh, little colds or flus or things which you would normally fight off could actually kill you. And that was the intent of attacking the immune system. And they did and studies in the 40s. They knew that antibiotics were going to create super bacteria. But please yes, continue. They did. Yeah. And not only that, what really staggers the mind, too, I call this the matrix because you swallow the world that's been presented to you. And everything in it is pretty well false or a deception or a cover. Now, again, the CBC in Canada did an incredible documentary a few years ago called uh, phagocytes 
Now, phagocytes are viruses which are man-made, which can attack and destroy other viruses, any other viruses programmed, literally programmed to destroy, or bacterium. And the Russians, the Soviet system, were using them from 1917 onwards, and all through the period up until the 90s, the mid-90s, the West were, were they knew about this, of course, in intelligence agencies, they knew about this in the military-industrial complex, but we were told there's nothing but antibiotics. Meanwhile, children can go into a clinic in Russia with pneumonia, they get a, a little puffer, inhalant, they, they have a couple of breaths of this, they go home, and they're cured the following day because special viruses can be programmed like computers from 1917 and they did not need antibiotics in Russia. Now, a company in New York bought over all of the rights of this particular Georgian company in the ex-Soviet Union and they've kept it quiet. They're only using it for one thing only and I don't trust them here. They're using it in all cold-cut meats now. Uh, they put these phagocytes viruses on the cold-cut meats supposedly to, to kill off other viruses. That's right. In Latin, it means uh, bacteria eater. Uh, eater. Uh, yeah. And uh, well, the, well, the bigger problem with the cold cuts and the meats that they're spraying with it is it allows them to take rotten meat covered in feces from the slaughterhouse, literally, folks, and not clean it off or not throw it away. They just spray it with virus eaters, uh, uh, viruses that eat bacteria, and then... Uh, you still have the bacteria dead in the toxins they secrete, their, their fecal matter, and so you then eat the toxins. Also, the way they're breeding these viruses in these tanks, there's other viruses they're mixing in when they spray it in uh, to the larger uh, preparation. Correct, Alan? That's right, and now we have outbreaks of listeria on cold meat suddenly that didn't happen before. And so their answer is radiated. But you're still, but you're still eating the toxin. What gets you really sick is the bacteria excrement. We'll be right back with Alan Watt and your calls. We're on the march. The empire's on the run. Alex Jones and the GCN Radio Network. Going back to Alan Watt. Going back to Alan Watt, your phone calls here in just a moment. Alan, I said I was particularly having you on today, and we appreciate your time to take calls so we can go in different directions than you or I would normally focus on. I'm you know, pretty much on the same page with you and your research because we just go to their own source documents with the chemical dumbing down, the biological attacks, uh, what they're setting up, uh, but I want to go to the calls, and, and we've been interrupted by a few breaks and my seconding everything you're saying, but uh, you know I, I can't help myself. It's also accurate. I want listeners to know this isn't a joke. This is earth-shatteringly important, uh, but, but encapsulating it, and then I want to go to calls. Um, again, you're trying to give people the facts like you always do. I do the same thing, but, but going from the uh, you know, up-close view to the wider view, 
just in a general uh, gestalt, what their time frame is, what the world's going to look like, what their end game is. Alan Watt from CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. Yeah, they want to manage the takedown of society, and at the same time, they, they want a unified world to come out of it at the very end with the survivors, uh, with a new system, a standardized world system, where they can literally replace all the old types with better enhanced, genetically enhanced types that will serve the elite better. Now, we know that the elite themselves are not going to dumb themselves down. Charles Galton Darwin was very explicit about that in his writing. So was Arthur Kessler. He said, we, the elite, uh, must retain our survival capabilities because we will be guiding planet Earth, but the rest of the people will not need theirs because the state will be making all the decisions for them. Uh, so that's what they want to come out at the very, very end, a placid, compliant, genetically enhanced, more productive species, but a far reduced, more efficient population. And when you tie that in with the Department of Defense's think tank study for NATO, uh, which was echoed by the U.S. military's one, it's like they're identical, they see nothing but riots starting around 2010 to 12 to do with food and various other things, necessities, really. Uh, and escalating for 30 years. Now, that ties in with the timelines that the United Nations has talked about for their new global society with the reduced population. They say in their own documents now there'll be a vastly reduced population by the year 2030, 2035. So we're looking at a long-term business plan uh, that's going to reduce population uh, during that time, they will be putting big money into gene genetic enhancing of specific people to serve them better new strains. And at the end, as the old man dies off, they'll bring in the new type. In fact, the old man will be unable to even procreate and reproduce. So they'll bring in the new type. And this will be the reason for bringing in the new type. Well, we've all gone sterile. We have to do it. And no one will complain. No one will object. They'll think it's just uh, a necessity and a strange thing in nature. That's how, see, most people don't think on a conscious level. They're in a state of almost perpetual hypnosis. And this has been done by scientific indoctrination from birth. Uh, plus the masses of entertainment they take in. They cannot tell fact from fiction. They have no reasoning abilities. And they do expect, like Brzezinski says, they expect the media to do the reasoning for them. And unfortunately for most folks, that has happened. And that's so why we see... All the pre-programming, uh, I mean, the, the Pentagon back in 2000, as you know, said, we'll use Hollywood, we'll use movies, we'll use security, we'll, we'll use the call for Alzheimer's patients, we will use the fad-driven PR, peer pressure system, public relations system, uh, to sell the public uh, on taking microchips. Yes. And, and and they talk in all these government white papers and documents. I uh, covered one on Sunday. I think I'm going to play that clip later. Dr. Kaufman talking about it from the document about how most people don't even have their own thoughts, how we're pathetic slaves. Uh, I mean, they're really doing this to you. And, and I just feel so sorry for the yuppies and people who are so arrogant and so into themselves being powerful. They've been trained to laugh at us, and then they wonder why their son, you know, is sterile or why they are sterile or... Or, or why they're so unhappy, or why their wife has breast cancer at 40. And it's all engineered, and they just sit there dying, still loving the lie. They do, they do. They, they, they truly, see, the trick was, and it's been written about too, is to make a generation believe that they were on the cutting edge 
uh, that no other society has ever had before in history and that all information is out there and it's all true and therefore, in other words, there's nothing you can tell them. They truly believe everything that they've been told. An arrogance, a haughtiness, a self-false satisfiedness that they're members of the elite. I mean, here's a microcosm. There have been tens of thousands of urban warfare drills the last 25 years. I mean, they have thousands a year. So, I mean, it's, it's got to be tens of thousands, more than tens of thousands, probably hundreds of thousands. And they always tell the town or city, even though they may have been there 15 times over the years, you are the first city to have this drill. You are special. You are the first city to have us tax you to drive your car with transponders. You are the first. And I would always see that and go, but they're not the first. But again, it's part of that, oh my God, I'm part of the first. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. cutting edge. I'm a trailblazer. Go ahead, please. Exactly. That, that is how it's done. And they truly believe that the most advanced species that's ever existed, that's exactly what Bertrand Russell and others said in the 50s. They said, we shall create an egocentric society, a hedonistic society where they'll live for themselves and think they know it all, and they will be the willing fools for our strategy. Well, that's happened. That's happened. And you can take them to the documents, the published works, government policy, and they will just laugh at you. They'll get this, yeah. this pre-programmed little smile and go, <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, man, I tell you. And, and now they're openly announcing world government, Alan. They're now openly yeah. announcing the banks are going to run it all, carbon taxes. And still, people email me and post on Infowars.com and PrisonPlanet.com in the comments. They say, oh, they're announcing world government, but that's different than the one you're talking about. Or <laughs> Governance isn't government. It says Lord Rothschild called last week for governance. Well, governance is, in the definitions, government, the system of government. Uh, so global system of government. Uh, and then uh, they say, okay, they're calling for a new world order, but that just means a new system. And I go, but we told you specifically it would be by the bankers, that they would create the collapse. We had their documents. And they just say, no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm in power. I'm a, I'm a member of the establishment, and that's impossible. Uh, I mean, how do you break through to them? Most of them you can't. I've even had people, yuppies, who say that they do want the brain chip and, and that the, the big benefactors at the top that designed it, designed it to help them and to make them happy, if I, they really believe this. I've had them tell me that too. They'll... And, and, I, and I say to them, I say, well, don't forget there are going to be central computers to program that chip, which means you're not going to be in control of your own mind anymore. <laughs> and they just laugh and go, ah. Yeah. So they're a, they're a lost cause, and I and I realize this is a war, and you have the vast amount of people are the casualties. That's the that's just the plain fact. But in a war, you got to see the war that's still going on and accept those that have fallen have fallen, and you go for those who are still standing. That's the ones you try to help. Well, the good news is there are more people than ever that do want to hear, that do want to know, and. It's so three-dimensional and even four-dimensional how it's all interlocked. And after decades of study, you can get a map of it in your own mind. You can articulate it. But still, it's it's so hard to articulate the subtleties to people. The globalists in their own documents articulate it and, 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 and try to articulate it. And because the public can't see it as one-dimensional or two-dimensional, they'll just throw it out of hand saying, that's too complicated for anyone to run, when it is being run and they say they're running it. They say, and that's the key to the term they're using of governance. You see, the new system, 
that's already here, it's been here for a long time, is a system that to the public appears to be something called democracy. In reality, you have a parallel government run by foundations, which in, in turn are a front for the ancient establishment, the very wealthy rich establishment. They fund the non-governmental organizations that appear to speak on behalf of the public, but in, in really, reality, they're speaking on behalf of the very foundations that fund them. That's the new type of governance they're talking about. It is the Soviet system. The Soviet, Soviet means rule by councils. And in the Soviet Union, they had NGO groups with their leaders appointed from the Politburo. We have the exact same system here as they merged the two systems together. Like that came out at the Ford, at, uh, from the Ford Foundation during the Rees Commission. And uh, with Norman Dodds, the senator, they said that they were blending the Soviet system seamlessly, seamlessly with that of the West. The Club of Rome said they favored uh, the, the, the collective system uh, more than any other system because it's easier to control the people. So it is here, and they're using the Sovietized system with the NGOs. And governance literally means that those groups with the, the power and the voice, who get the voice, and, and the media is too happy to listen to them, they are the new type of government. This is the new Soviet that, that has been brought in. If you don't belong to a big group, you have no voice whatsoever. And these big wealth And they call them stakeholders. The individual has yeah. no voice, but all these subgroups who then have heads, who are globalists, who speak mm -hmm. for them and really control them, uh, they are stakeholders. And, and, and we see all this nomenclature now coming in and replacing everything. Um, Alan, I want to go to calls here, but, but just in closing before we do that, the plan, uh, the, the, the official U.N. documents, as you know, and government documents say they want to reduce this by 80%. Mm -hmm. And everything we've yeah. seen up till now is just testing the soft-kill weapons, testing how to sell the public, how to not have the public notice that people are dying all around them, uh, you know, how to try to cook the numbers and spend things. But we know there's been hot kill going on in Iraq, hot kill in Serbia, Afghanistan, Africa, Latin America, where, you know, large portions of populations are being killed, 10, 20, 30, 40 percent in some cases. The hot killing, the fast killing in the West, um, when are they going to start launching those? I, I think uh, fairly shortly they have big plans to, to standardize the world quickly. What they're doing, and that's exactly what they're doing, they're eradicating all... Uh, older cultures that haven't gone along and accepted this this very vague term of democracy uh, they haven't accepted World Bank running their system they haven't accepted uh, the basically the British style parliamentary system because this whole world system was born in, in London, England uh, it's from the 1500s uh, John Dee wrote about the creation of a world empire based on the British system and, and it's now come wrote, out that the crown MI5 and MI6 run the whole parliament, spy on it, they kill any member or set them up that gets out of line. It is totally ceremonial, just like the Congress. Yes, and it, after World War II, uh, there were big talks at the United Nations once they set it up that those colonial countries would not be pulled out of by Britain until they had set up in those countries uh, a mini-British-type system of government, and then they could 
pull out and withdraw. It might take a generation. And they wrote hundreds of books from Quigley's to others bragging about the system, but you go to Wikipedia or to the mainline Encyclopedia Britannica, and they say the New World Order doesn't exist. doesn't yeah. matter if it's taught at Princeton and Harvard and Oxford, and they admit the system of, of world governance through the shadow roundtables. They will just still laugh at us and say it doesn't exist. Uh, that's right. Even though the, the historian for the Council on Foreign Relations, which is part of the parallel government, Carol Quigley himself, uh, wrote his big uh, book on it, uh, The Anglo-American Establishment and Tragedy and Hope, and he outlines in there their whole agenda. It was quite fascinating. Yeah, that's a great book. I read that back when I was about 15, and I had no idea what I was reading was the keys to how it all worked. And this, this is the government commissioning. Because, you know, the people in government really have to know how it works. These are the slaves. We're, we're poisoning them. We're going to get rid of them. Okay. And if you work with us, you'll be allowed to procreate, and we won't uh, kill you. How's that sound? Another odd thing, too, was back the in the 90s, um, I don't know if it, I think it was the same in the U.S., but politicians in Canada and the British Commonwealth countries, they made a law to uh, treat the politicians and their families in special military hospitals. And I thought at the time, well, what's, what's all this about? Is, uh, aren't the hospitals that we have good enough for them? And I realized, too, what it is, is all these coming plagues that are scheduled to come out, they do have treatments for them. They do have the real antidotes to them. And I think they've been giving the politicians and the families these particular antidotes. And, and so in Well, other that's words, actually already come out. Are, I mean, that's, I mean, you know, yeah. they get all the cancer cures, they get it all. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, this is so diabolical. And, and that's why they go along with these politicians, and they will keep their mouths shut, they will play the game, because they're getting all these benefits and a, a fairly good guarantee they will live. Yeah. Ultra-vicious, ultra-wicked, ultra-selfish, and a lot of you listening will continue to laugh, but... God forbid, as you're burying your children, your wife, your husband, from what your masters are going to do to you, maybe then you'll fight back. Then you'll be facing the drone aircraft and the swords and the brainwashed uh, chipped troops. But we can still get into their deep underground bases even after this happens and probably beat them. But uh, we'll see. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Going to Don in Costa Rica, Jimmy, Dustin, Donna, Rico, Dustin, Jeremy, and others. You know, I've done a lot of hit pieces. I've gone on a lot of national TV shows where they tape you for days or hours and then cut up what you said. They never let you put out your real evidence of 9-11 minute inside job or the New World Order. And, uh, you know, the key is the mainstream media has lost all their credibility. They've been caught putting out their disinfo forever. And I, you know, I had said I'd do this, uh, history, uh, well, first the History Channel thing and others, and I did them. And that, I mean, it, it, it's a stacked deck. But this newest one, uh, Alan, was uh, a guy that specializes in hit pieces on JFK researchers and others, and and, and really puts out ridiculous pieces um, where it's not even based in reality. You know, the very foundations of it aren't. Uh, and he's doing a big piece for National Geographic. And I said, you know what, I don't think I'm going to do that interview. No, I'm not going to be interviewed by it. And, and they just can't believe that I don't care about going on their national TV show uh, so that I can have them stack the deck and do that. 
Uh, I mean, again, the culture is so sick wanting to be on TV. Alan? It's true. It's interesting as well to, to recognize that um, Professor Carl Quigley himself mentioned that that was a technique they used in mainstream media because they often called on him to bring on with a guest who was coming out with a theory of, of the world being manipulated, and they'd bring him on to try and repudiate the guest. So that was part of his function, and he admits that in his own book, that they'd, they'd try and stack the deck and make the person look ridiculous. Yeah, to go on TV, here he is, government historian, who's writing a book for the government, laughing at how he would go lie to the American people and say this didn't exist. I yeah. mean, how do they get these guys to do this against their fellow man? Now, many people out there are so easily bribed. Um, ego, status, uh, uh, self-benefit. Uh, I've been asked by the elite my, themselves, you know, why don't you simply join us? You know, you have the skills, the talent, the IQ, and so on. And, and they cannot understand that you have something uh, which we, we call integrity. They can't understand that at all. It, it's a foreign... They're actually going to a stunned look when you say it. They, they can't well, I mean, they've killed 3, 000, uh, 3 million Iraqis yeah. uh, in the last 18 years. I mean, I don't want to be part of that. I mean, killing little kids? Yes, uh, and to I them, mean, that's nothing. That's nothing at all. Uh, they sleep well. They plan this kind of thing. They don't need sleeping pills. They, they are psychopathic types, and they, we, we really cannot relate to them. They're so far removed as a species in, in psychopathy and so inbred. Uh, that, that is guaranteed to pass on to their offspring. All right, let's talk about uh, that term later, but right now let's go to um, Don in Costa Rica, and then we'll hold him over. Don, thanks for holding her on the air with Alan Watt. Hola, Alex. This, yeah, I'm calling from an IP phone in uh, Costa Rica, a first-time caller, former Californian. Can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. Okay. I just wanted to talk a little bit about uh, global warming and... Uh, uh, Supposedly, it's caused uh, CO2, mm -hmm. which a lot of people call uh, uh, greenhouse gas. But if you want to find some information on it, uh, you could better find it by looking up industrial gases on the Internet. And you'll find all the uses that industry uses uh, CO2 for. So my plan to, to stop all talk of global warming would be simply just to outlaw the sale of CO2. And when you do that, the first people to raise a stink about it would be the soft drink industry and also maybe their consumers. Yeah, well, they're not going to do that. They're going to tax it. They know it's based on all manufacturing life on this planet. You know, a key, uh, it's sunlight, water, oxygen, carbon dioxide makes the world go around. Uh, stay there. We'll get Alan Watts' take on this when we get back. Yeah, the uh, the global feudalism tax. Stay with us.